But, oh, I didn't hear you. You're not here yet. We're continuing the series, but, but God. Anything can fail, but God doesn't fail. Amen. Amen. Anything can fail, but what? God does not fail. God doesn't fail. I don't care what your excuses are. I don't care what you have tried before. God does not fail. God doesn't fail. And we have done this series for the past. This is the third week, right, guys? This is the third week. But God does not fail. Anything else? I, I've been trying to see that you guys adjust my sound. The echo is too much. It's distracting me bigly. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I've been doing this mic since. I did catch it. But God does not fail. So today we want to look at the but God moment. Amen. Oh, are you here? I, I, want, I want everybody to catch it up with me at once because once I take off, I just go. So please, tell your neighbor, don't distract me today. Oh, I didn't hear that. Tell them, please, don't distract me. Uh, we'll just let that know now. Amen. <laughs> but God moment. But God moment. See, as believers, we have different moments we have experienced. Many of us have never experienced God moment, truly. We have experienced self moments. But we have not truly experienced God moment. You cannot experience God moment and remain the same. Praise God. Oh, praise God. You cannot experience God moment and remain the same. God moments are unique. The God moments are unique. Um, let's look at Psalm 30 verse 5. Let's look at Psalm 30 verse 5. God's moments come with distinction. Psalm 30, verse 5. Okay, look at it here. He said, For his anger is but for a moment. His favor. Okay, it still works. He said, His favor is for life. Can we read the last verse, the last um, sentence together? That's same place. Let's see it again. One, two, go. Everybody. Louder now, everybody. The first thing God asked me to come and declare to you today is that anything that both qualify does no more is no longer is no longer significant. But what comes after it? They said, "Weeping can be going through all your night. When there is a but, there is a beginning that starts all together." Oh, you're not there yet. God said, look, everything you have been doing before and you are going to be getting results and it makes you look weak and tired. When God, when there is a board that qualifies it, it means they come to zero. The one that is now active is what comes after it. So, when weeping might have come for a long night now, it's a but. When but comes and say, look, forget about what has happened before in the past. What comes in the future now, in the morning now? Oh, joy. It means that the joy you will experience will cast through the sorrows of many years. Oh, let's get it now. <laughs> when is your... Well, I'm not so much strong in English language. It's always my sister that helping me in the Lord. <laughs> but is a strong disqualifier. It zeroes the... 
history of previous years. You know, when they said, that guy is a nice guy. He's good. He's the best for this job. They said, but. In fact, if you're smart, you don't need to waste time to hear the boss. Just go. Because you can't, you, can't, you can't employ him. Everybody said, ah, let's employ this guy. He said, ah. He said, excuse me, sir. Ah, this guy would have been perfect for this job. Oh. In fact, he's intelligent. He's very great. Ah. He said, what happened now? He said, in fact, he has distinction in school. He has experience. He can do everything. Let's say, what is it? Let's say, but if you're wise, what should you say, but let's, say, let's move on. Next candidate. Because the boss cannot be, if the boss was not equal to what was disqualified, they won't mention it. That means that all that was mentioned at first, they were good until the boss came. The boss means that despite all that has been said, we can't take him yet. So I won't waste my time, I'll just move. The same way it happens. Everything you have been going through, they are but a zero because there is a bot in front. Because a God is about to step in. So that's why we are looking at but God. The bot canceled the years of many years. It canceled the fears of many years. It canceled the sorrows of many years. Because God is now introduced into the picture. So when God comes in, and you know the good thing, when God comes in and you are enjoying the favor, you will not be like that person that suffered before. Oh, you didn't understand. If you suffer, see, I just came to the conclusion. I said, God didn't create man to suffer. Oh, when I went to Dubai, I thought I was not good with sleeping. I said, for four days straight. Four days straight. In fact, my wife had to come. Okay, but okay, called me on the phone. My wife has spoken. I didn't hear. Yes, I didn't hear. My skin was fresh. I thought, when you ask me, literally, when I tell people, I say, ah, I'm not a sleepy person. I'm not, midnight, I'm still awake. In the morning, I'm awake. I'm, you know. But, when but came, I slept. First two, three days, four days of the encounter. <laughs> I was still sleeping. Pastor said, is he, he didn't come to the door, come and sleep. Come on, go and wake him up for me. He said, give him phone. Come on. When, he, when, I, when I heard him, he said, so you came all the way from Lagos to Dubai to come and sleep. I said, Papa, this is what he took. <laughs> I'm sleeping the sleep of my life. The sleep is sweet. Everything is sweet. The AC was not the AC we normally have here in Nigeria. I don't know. I don't know. He's living for the AC in my house. Because the kind of way I'm sleeping, I don't understand. Four days I was sleeping. But I said, he didn't even take me. I said, ah, are you not excited that this is happening to me? This is a miracle. I'm enjoying the life of my head. You, you are complaining. Ah. And I said, no, he didn't take me. I didn't do anything. Pastor said, my friend, get out of that house. I said, it is pleasurable for me to sleep. If not for Pastor K, I will sleep all through the whole holiday period. And I will be back to Nigeria fully alive. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> I slept all my way through. Because, do you know that in those days I was there, it was like I'd never seen that kind of life before. My whole life changed. <laughs> don't call me village person, no. Don't call me village. I don't live in village. I live in Lagos. So all of us are here together. Can't come and tell me any other thing. There's nothing I've seen this Lagos. I've not seen. But that experience was different. My, see, I almost forgot the suffering of many years. Of course, I didn't remember until I got to, I got to Mutala Airport. When the heat blew me <laughs> I said, what? 
As we are back to this scene again. <laughs> As we are back to this scene again. I, I was lost that period. I was strolling everywhere. Wife said, when eventually I woke up and I said, I'll take her out. Ah, I took myself out. Too. My wife said, let's book her. I said, book where? We are trekking everywhere. Why can't you not trek here? Let's trek everywhere here. I was, there was a day I stro- I, I, I walked, so then my wife left me somewhere. She sat down and she was looking at me. <laughs> I was walking everywhere. I love the experience. I forgot for the moment where I was coming from. There are some of you that are here. You are about to forget the suffering of many years. You will not be like the person they were talking about before. Wait, in fact, when they bring the Jesus, they say, ah, we all you that used to do like this. They say, me? Are you sure? Do you know why? Because but God. When but God, oh, you don't understand. When the but God steps into it, everything becomes new. It happens in the book of Second Kings, Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter five, verse seventeen. He said, "When a man is in Christ, is a new creature." He said, "All things have passed away, but they have now become new." When the newness comes, you are nothing that looks like what you were before. But God, can you look at your neighbor and give them a high five? Said, "But God is stepping in." Oh, you did, they didn't catch it. They didn't catch it. Do you want to stand up? And so the three people that understand you better. There are some people that believe your reports in the house. Stand up and go to them. Tell them, but God will change it. Uh, tell them, but God will settle it. There is a God in the house. When he steps in, everything steps out. But God. So many are the affliction of the righteous. Many, many say, but God, many are the affliction of the righteous. The affliction of the righteous are many. You know, it's when somebody cannot count well that you give it many. <laughs> Can imagine what people are going through, and they call it many. When they, when, anytime they use many to qualify something, let you leave it. Say, but God, say, we'll deliver them from it all. Can you, yes. Psalm 34, verse 19. Many are the affliction of righteous, but God delivers him. Out of what? Some of them. Oh, I didn't get you. A few of them. No matter what is threatening at you, just laugh at them. Do you know why? But God will deliver them. That's the declaration I come to tell somebody this morning. Before I go to the message proper, this is not the message proper, please. You go to, I will give me the assignment, so I will just do the message I can do. I continue second service by God's grace. But God will deliver them. I'm here to tell you, do not be terrified by your bills. Don't be terrified by the health. Don't be terrified terrified by the news that have been passed across. Look at the news they give you here. God is bringing you out of it all. God is bringing you out of it all. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's go to this now. Now, as believers... One of the moments we need to activate more is God moment. Um, usually as believers, we believe in a God that we don't walk accordingly with. As believers, well, I don't know other believers in other countries, but I know Nigerian believers. I hope it's okay to use Nigerian believers. So as Nigerian believers, most Nigerian believers, we walk separately from our relationship with God. You see, 
But what we'll do is that we pray to a God that we want him to come into the situation. And this morning, what God has put in my mouth to tell you is his ways of operations. It's how he works. It's always beautiful to know how God works. In fact, you cannot experience him too much if you don't know how he works. The Bible says concerning Moses that God showed Moses his ways and Israel has his act. Israelites were just enjoying his act. That's how many believers are. Many believers just want to enjoy his act. But you cannot get the best of God just with his act. And I'll tell you the reason in the beef, and then we are going to close. Many believers just want the presence of God. They just want God to change things for them. Oh God, for how long? And that is why we'll go from mountains to mountains. That's why we'll go from crusade to crusades. We'll go from programs to programs. Why? We are looking for a God that is looking for us. I was amazed when I was in this church. Somebody gave me the program of, somebody gave me the program of churches that were available in Nigeria. I mean, in just this Lagos. We have a program. I said, do you know we have a program in all of this? He said, I'm aware. And he gave me the itinerary. CCC, um, CN, is doing program from the first to ten. Um, this one, is doing program for the, this place, is doing program. He, she gave me all, about seven big churches in Lagos. And I'm like, which one is this is he doing? She mentioned it. I said, which one are you attending? She said, hall. I just left her. <laughs> I said, what is happening? And that is why, see, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, um, say that we should not go for programs or this. My question is, if you know certain things, the, what you are looking for in those programs will change. So it probably may change your little of attendance. They're calling this one, you run there. They're calling the one, you run there. Everywhere. You, when God is even running after yourself. Before you go to winners, you move from winners. You go to redeem, you have left redeem camp. Is it, where is it now? They have to, you know, dispatch angels to be looking around for you. My God, I don't want this to take me out of what I'm trying to teach. But listen. Your God is a God of location. That was why he put the fish in the water. Lion in the wilderness, uh, in the bush. And he put you here. He's not confused. He didn't put leopard in the house. He didn't put dog. Where lion would have killed it and would not have dog again. Stay where God has put you. Praise God. Hope you're not angry. God is per location, and allocation is also per location. God will fit. It is deliberate that desert is desert. Why do you want to make desert desert? It's not mankind. Desert just came desert. And do you know that some animals are in that desert? And everybody's saying that it's not good to live. No, not so some animals. There are some um, um, scorpions, camels. That's where they enjoy. If you put as big as whale, whale, Will, mighty will, and shark, as powerful as they are, if you put them on dry land, put them in desert for one week, it's too much. I thought they were powerful. I thought they were big. The way they go, they dry. Because 
what keeps them in survival is allocated where they located them. This is not what I plan to preach. Just flow with me, praise God. Please just flow with me. I will probably connect as I'm going. Because allocation in the kingdom is by location. God is too strategic to be confused. So, and this brings me to the point of Jack Mahin. See, the God that made you born, them, born you in Nigeria, you can't ignore him and just collect visa because everybody is running. That can't be the purpose for you. I'll come back to that place. Come back to that place. Let me get back to what I'm about to teach today. By God's grace. Please, where did I start this before I got to where I was? Ah. Okay, also, no God ways. Thank you. So I was saying that as much as, so this is what believers want. Believers actually want, they want the intervention of a God, but they do not want to know his ways. It's almost impossible. It's almost difficult. They just want a miracle. Nigerian Christians want miracle. Why? But what they are calling miracle is not miracle, it's magic. Because in the definition of miracles, there is an approach to it. Nigerian Christians want magic. And why do they want magic? They want a God they are not involved with, but I will get involved in their situation alone. Oh, you're not here. Please don't get angry with me today. I need your response. They want a God that will take care of their baggages and will leave them to do whatever they want to do. Nigerian Christians want a God that will give them a husband that they will maltreat. The man, the man you don't cook for, that you nag every day. Is that no <laughs> what, kind of, what else is better than maltreating? And she will be praying in church. If you say 50 prayer points, all she's given. Nigeria Christians want a job that they will destroy. God, give me employment. My job comes today. Now, now. I receive it. Hey, by fire. The job comes. The job comes. And he has been praying this prayer for many years and no answers. And he will not stop praying. My job comes. Why? Because a Nigerian Christian has refused to know the ways of the God is praying to. And God is more concerned about you knowing his ways. You can't do miracle until you know the way of the Lord. So in the scripture, he said, he said, um, um, who can the Lord guide? He said, either he has instructed or something. DJ, if you can find that scripture, please. He said, the righteous he has instructed in his way something. Please, DJ, quickly, 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 quickly. And that is what I come here to tell you today. That both God will walk. There is only one thing. You need to find out the will of the Lord. See, I'm only going to show you one way in this service. In the second service, probably, if time permits, I'm probably going to show another way. But you see, I need to show you this way as a, as a Nigerian Christian that you can be delivered for good. We have a way we want Nigeria to walk. I mean, we want God to walk. That's the way we want God. That's the way you are perceiving God to walk. That's the way you are perceiving God moves to be. That's the way you are looking at God, how God will move. That is not how God works. And that is the beginning of the issues. That's not how God works. That's not how God works. 
Please ask me, how does God work? Only a few people are asking. Only this side are asking. I think that's a better response. The first way God works, the major way God works, the, 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 the most significant one I've seen in the scripture is that God works through you first. Whatever God cannot walk through, you can't walk through any other thing. You are God's biggest project. Hi. You are God's biggest project. God is waiting for you while you are waiting for God. God is saying, it's you I'm waiting for. See, if I can change you around to be what I want you to be, then I can go and rest. Because you will change every situation around. Oh. If I can change you. Wait, ago came on the stage and then I said, God is saying that he's waiting for somebody here. I said, wow. And they were showing the review of um, Camp David. And then, um, I'm sorry, Yahweh. And um, Mayowa. Mayowa said, prayer may not always change situation for you, but will change you for all situations. I said, ah, this is what God is asking to tell these people. That means he's confirmed. Listen, who God wants to change is not your poverty, it's you. Let, let, let's, let's break a few things down. Listen. God may not change all situations for you. It's you you want to change for all situations. Yes, Mas, I mean, um, um, the guy that wrote, wrote um, why, Acts Why mentioned it in his book. And for many years, I didn't understand it. I wonder why God cannot change my situation. Why does he want me to change all situations? Because when he was creating the earth, he gave me permission to handle it. When God made the whole heaven and the earth, the dominion he gave, it was the key to the access point of the earth. He said, Adam, come. I'm handing over the head to you. No other person has the right to interrupt. That is still that principle is still at work. You are the seed of Abraham. Of, of course, we know that by now. Mankind was given the ability to handle the head. Do you know that? Listen, anything you do not permit God to do, God does not do. If see, if God, God, God can invade this earth. God can't evade his health. That's why he can't just come around and change things the way you want him to change it. It's a break of his principle. It's an interruption of his process to the health. You just want him to come. God, change around my situation. Change around my, my work. 90 degree round. 360 degree round. Every time you are praying. And God is saying, does this student even know how I work? Let me give you one that seconds to think. Think all through the Old Testament. Which miracle did God do in the Old Testament that was not by people or through people? The splitting of the Red Sea. Who stretches forth? Who stretches forth this road? I didn't hear you. Bible scholars, can you tell me? Moses. All God did was, Moses, stretch forth your rod. The dry bones that came back alive at the, the camp of Abdullah. Was it God that raised them or Ezekiel? Oh, come on now, guys, talk to me. I, I don't want to waste time searching the Bible. These things are in the Bible. In fact, before those, days, those dead bones came alive, God was asking Ezekiel if those bones can live again. If Ezekiel had said no, God would not have done anything. If Ezekiel 
said, no, these bones are dead. They should remain dead. God will say, fine. Ah, do you know that in the book of Genesis, when God created Adam and Eve, and God said that he had given the authority to Adam, and Adam was naming all the animals. God came down, and he came to investigate what Adam was doing. Do you know that the Bible never said anything Adam did wrong was wrong? Is it impossible Adam could not have made a mistake? Maybe he had named a dog a goat. God said, since that is what you call them, that is what they become. Oh, come on, guys. Are you with me, somebody? God is interested in you changing things, not him coming to change it from him. That is duplication of effort. You are letting him do exactly why he created you in the first place. It is a waste of his time. It's a waste of his agenda. Look, your life is like that. Why? Because you don't know what to do. Do you know why you don't know what to do? You have not given God a chance to influence you, to change you. Adam was there. And the Bible says that, and everything Adam named them, so it was. Did you find that scripture? Ah. Whatsoever he called them, the Bible says that is what they are answering to date. So maybe goats was not supposed to be goats, actually. Maybe. Maybe lion was not supposed to be lion. Maybe in the ordinance of God, maybe lion was supposed to be sheep. Do you know from the moment Adam called it lion, everything that makes it lion starts growing out of it? God is not going to do anything on this earth. We are co-creators with God. When he created Adam, when he created the earth, he said, look, the management of this earth is not by me. God knows that he can't give... You can't give someone an assignment and he's doing that assignment. Doesn't make sense. So, all through the scripture, look at it here. Out of the ground, the Lord made man, okay, of the field and every bed of the air, and brought them to Adam to see what he will call them. And whatsoever, Adam, what? Is that what? No time for correction. You don't correct the person you have given asset to do things. God gave it to him and he left. The same principle is why demons cannot operate on earth physically. All these chances are chasing you. You are the one that gave them the chance. So. The highest they would do is look for human beings they can possess to manifest. If not, they would have killed everybody on the earth now. What is this, this word? You just drug all of you, one, one, one dose of. All of them, sorry. Not you. <laughs> if those are not born again, if not, which are uh, models demons, they would have just come to this lucky and not be killing people. You see, they are illegal. They don't have a legal right to be on this earth. That is why when you stand, that was what Jesus was trying to teach you guys. That when you stand on the authority that He has been giving you, and you decree that they should leave, they will run. Do you see what happened to those demons that saw Jesus Christ from that spirit guy that was uh, mad? That was locked in. Bible called them legion. A legion means thousands, about seven thousand or so. Bible scholars, how much is a legion? Seven thousand, Abi? Are you sure? Eh, eh, I think it's in that age. I think it's in the age of ten, 10 or twelve thousand. Yes. Those guys are more, far more. They one quarter of heaven that they, they chase down to the hell. Imagine ten thousand demons living in one man. Multiply it by average of three million, three billion that is on the earth. Yet, they can't invade humanity. Do you know why? They don't have the license on this earth. So the highest they will do is to possess another mankind. So when you see people behaving somehow, 
It's not them. They are loaded. It's not them at all. So people don't look at you. See, what they do is that they encapsulate man's soul, the soul of a man. You see, some people are very wicked. I don't know if you have ever seen them. So people are just wicked. You know, wicked have different definitions. Wicked. If you just misbehave. Some people are wicked. And except them, every other person is complaining. But how can you, even unbelievers saying, how can you be this wicked? It's not them. Their soul is encompassed with evil. That's what demons do. Demons don't have the capacity to oppress man physically. They can't come to this earth because they don't have that license. Even if you have seen them walking on the street of Lagos everywhere, they'll be strolling. But you see, because they don't have that, what they do is that they possess human beings. And of course, life without God. So they possess human beings, so they now en- en- encapsulates the soul of such beings to carry out their wishes and their desires. So at night, you can see them manifest. So those people are the ones that operate. They are the ones that kill people. They are the ones that swindle people. They are the ones that do all sorts of things. Yes, those are demons in them. That is why those powers do not have physical powers too here on earth. But guess who has the power? Guess the person God gives the strength. Guess the person, guess who the person God gave the verdict. The reason why you cannot operate fully on this earth is the level of God you have opened yourself up to. That's why God desires to always, that's why God desires to, God desires to always live through you. God desires to always be inside of you. God's desire is that I will lead you. That was why David lived a very prosperous life. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down. He didn't force him. He makes me to lie down. He leads me in the path of righteousness. Look at the language he's using. He leads me in the path of righteousness. David was always experiencing God's moment. But his own God's moment was activated by God's leadership. What God wants to change about you is how you see things. It's not necessarily the problems. Because you are the one that will deal with that when you have activated your life with God properly. It's the God moment. The God moment we are all desiring, that we are looking for, is not the way where God is looking at it. You are just thinking that God will just bring one man to you. And say, this is your... Unfortunately, even in, the, even in Genesis, it was the woman he brought, not the man. And I said, God, just bring mad for me. When will I marry? When will I see this guy? And God said, you're asking for the wrong thing. We should be talking about, when will you yield yourself to me? When will you spend time with me? Did you hear what David said? He said, the Lord is my shepherd. He said, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Meaning that he that has an intercourse with God is who that matters. God can't guide someone who doesn't have a relationship with him. God cannot guide someone who doesn't know him. God cannot guide someone who doesn't spend time with him. Daniel said, those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. You know in the place of relationship. Are you hearing me, someone? When knowing comes, many people know me differently in this church. I can tell you that. There are people that will even see me and say, I don't know him at all. Say, ah, I know him. He's, all, he's one of those that preach in this church. But some other person will tell you, I know his name. I know where he work. 
I know your wife name. May I call him? You see, the level of knowing is what gives God the level of influence over you. If God can't change you, he may not be able to change anything for you. Because one of the first things he wants to tell you, first is who you are. He wants to tell you what you need to know. If God cannot change you, leave all these prayers. They are jokes. Since you'll be praying, the mother's change. Since you'll be praying for that one die. How many, how many people have died? They were just getting stronger. Since you'll be praying all this all these years of prayer. How many people died? Nobody. Except the one that just wants to die by himself. Do you know that it was so much? Ah. Praise God. I have to run up now quickly. My time is fast spent. It was so much. So, so much. That God needed man to understand his place in life. You know what God did? God sent Jesus to come and show man the practical way he wants man to be. Because many people always quote this. That after all, Jesus was healing um, the sick. He was doing miracles. So somebody should heal me. No, you are getting the whole idea wrong. If a class teacher, a math class teacher, comes to a student and shows them example, that solution of the example is is not the solution of their own question. Is it not true? What Jesus came to do was to show us example of how we should live. In fact, when he was going, he said, greater works. DJ, do you have it? He said, greater works than this. I think that should be, first, that should be John 14, 12 or so. I'm brushing so far, so yes, John 12, 14, sorry. John 12, 14. Okay, is it John 14, 12? Okay, John 14, 12. He said, most assuredly, I say unto you, he who what? Believes in me. The works I do, he was, he will do also. And greater works than this shall what? Shall he do? Because I what? The whole idea, Jesus is not come and solve the whole problem of the world for us. He just gave us a sample of what can be done. And he said, this one are just samples. Greater works will you do. Look, if you are not healing the blind, it's you. If situation of your life are not moving forward, it's you. You have not just aligned with God enough. But God is more interested in changing you to himself. Do you know that as you begin to work with God and you grow in your work with God, God will start pointing the areas of your life you need to deal with. Oh, come on, guys. Do you have goodness in the house? I'm a product of that a lot. God told me. He said the way to make your wife submit to you is not to shout. Maybe now, all of us have been divorced. Everybody living their separate ways. Said the way to make her to submit to you is not by shouting. What do you want her to do? I said, I want her to be very humble. I want her to be very submissive. I want her to be very respectful. I don't know why women, they don't just get respect for their husband. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's what Christian women know. Uh, Christian mothers here have respect for their, Christian wives have respect for their, but an average woman doesn't have respect for their, for their husband. 
average woman by default. Especially all these lucky girls. Am I, am I, am I correct? Okay. <laughs> it's not true. They all respect their women. Praise God. So, I, this is what I was telling God. Um, but what me was calling respect is not to our respect. What me was defined as respect was somebody who will not say anything when I talk. I put her hands behind her. I say, yes, sir. I bow her head. <laughs> you see, and imagine if I was telling God, God, break my wife's heart. God said, it's you that need to change. You are demanding for what is not possible. You are, you are looking for a zombie and you want an intelligent woman. When I was, when I was, single men are distracting me a lot today. When I was going to get married, I was telling God what I want. I want a beautiful woman. God said, it's fine. I said, I want an intelligent woman. I said, he said, beautiful. I said, I want a woman that is very submissive, that is calm. I want a woman that can give me a problem. Okay. It was later, when I was telling God, because my wife, if you tell her things that are not sensible, she will ask you questions. She asks you questions. She says, hmm. I don't understand what this one you are doing. No, this one does not make sense. So. And if you, don't if you don't listen to her, she will call us okay. Or pass okay. So, one day, I was upset. I was praying. I told God, I said, God, this is what I told you I wanted. God said, all of these things, those things together in one place. You want an intelligent woman and she doesn't talk. They don't stay together. The ones that will not talk, they'll say, it's fine. They are usually not intelligent. <laughs> they don't come in one capsule. They are two different things. So you can't want everything on this side, everything on this side. No, it doesn't work. You're looking for a falling angel. A falling angel will come and destroy your life. I said, God, I want very beautiful women. He said, beautiful women come with price. Even you, when you know you are fine, there's a way you work. Now, you want beautiful woman. You want woman that is educated. You want woman that is hardworking. You want woman that is neat. You want woman that is intelligent. And you want someone that will still say, yes, Lord. So anything you say, he said, they don't come together like that. If you have sense, that sense that she used to adjust your life, she will use to ask you questions too. So it's your job to calm down and listen. I said, eh. And he said, being a husband is they call you groom. It's also to groom your spouse. And you groom them by examples. You don't groom them by your loud voice. Said Jesus showed us example. Said he died for the church. So you to show example. Say thank you. Say sorry. I said, wow. <laughs> I say, wow. And in the shortest of time, my wife adjusted to all of those things. It's my example. So I said, wow. So this is how it works. See, what if I had not allowed God, I don't have an intercourse space with my life, who would teach me all these things? He's interested in changing you more than changing the situation. Situation, you can't change it when it's inside of you. When it's influenced you enough, oh, you can't change that. Your spoken word can change it. Your prayer word can change it. But you need to change first. You are beautiful. You have no character. And you are saying, God, when? He said, when you change. 
Do you even know who he has a plan for you? Maybe he's a pastor that he wants to preserve the destiny of. Imagine if Pastor Hem was an alert. Oh, I'm just giving you an example. See the mess that would have come of that kingdom. But she found God, Helly. And God was able to translate her. See the kind of things that are happening. The great world, global ministry is a, is a capsule in that. Pastor Ken said they are yet to have the first argument. It's because the woman chose not to. It's not because there are no moment of argument. Am I? But she chose to surrender to Lord. Yes, Lord. Imagine if God has not, if God, if she has never had an encounter with God deeply. If it is that she has a very bad character, she was praying for a God, miraculous man, international man, like that. If God gave her that man, who will kill the man? Who will kill the ministry? She will. She will. So, God needs to start up with you first. You are looking for the God moment. What you are looking for, is looking for you. You are looking for an encounter. God said, what you need is not an encounter. You need an intercourse with me. Oh, you don't understand. See, when you are in a place of intercourse with God, the first person God is changing is you. He will x-ray you. He will tell you the things about yourself that no one else can tell you. People may not be able to tell you your mouth is smelling. God will tell you your mouth is smelling. He will remind that the last sister that you greeted. You see how she knelt down. She wasn't trying to be respectful. She was dodging the spray level. God will look at you and pick out things inside of your life that you need to adjust because you have an encounter with God. God will, have, you, have God told you to go to, back to somebody and tell them you are sorry? Hey, yeah. Somebody you insulted. God said, go, go. Go. Go there behind you. Go. Say, eh? Say, go. And when you go back and tell them you are sorry, you come to apologize to me. And God said, you needed that to teach other things. Praise God. So please, please people, what I bring for you today is that for you to have a but God moment is how much of God you are willing to accept in your life. God may not be willing to change more situation about your life as much as he's willing to change you. If God is successful enough, if he can change you, he has done the job. He has done the job. If he has, look, God is not going to do any miracle by himself except the one that you will do. And he's going to influence you to do it. Look at what happened to Peter. Peter had toiled all night. I thought Jesus Christ would just put his hand and collect the net from them. Phew. You know it would have been justified. That was the king of kings that did it. He said, no, just throw it at this side. Throw it at this side. The miracle point there is that you are no longer the one running. You are running with a different embargo. You are running with a different emblem. You are running on the influence of the most high. So your results will be different. If you are willing to surrender and have a relationship with God today, to work with God today, it's not a church thing. It's a personal relationship. It's a case where you have an intercourse. In the morning time, you will sit on his, under, under his feet and learn from him. You will stay with your Bible. Can I say something to you? Reading the Bible is not an old school thing. It's a way of life. And you can't change it. See, it will speak to you from his world. 
It's you that will do the miracle. But he needs to work on you. Have you been blessed at all today? Rise up on your feet.